and welcome to another edition of The One Team We Agree On. I'm Jillian. I'm Kyle. And we are back from Denver. We are. We literally got off the plane about an hour ago, and uh, first thing we decided to do was record an all-new episode. So on today's show, we are going to talk first and foremost about the Union's 2-1 to victory over the Colorado Rapids, and then uh, we'll do a little bit of a trip review um and just talk about the fun time we had out there in colorado and then uh the union union have a busy busy week ahead of them uh, yeah so we're gonna dive into that a little bit talk about some things and then um maybe uh end the show uh maybe do a little fashion segment about the new uh warm-up mm-hmm. top that was uh released today mm-hmm. maybe a final note so uh before we get started what are you wearing today uh, I am wearing a tank top I got from at the stadium. Uh, white tank top here, that is a tie back, and I've had this for a few years, and uh, it's pretty warm out today. Much warmer than it was in Denver when we were there. Yeah. So I mean, gorgeous day today. It is. Um, back here in PA. So um, yeah, I decided to go with this. And what about you? I am wearing the uh, Laramere uh, dupe shirt that you can get at the brewery. It comes in dark and light blue, I believe, um, and uh, just has their logo and it has a dupe on it. And, uh, you know, it was a nice shirt just to wear on the flight home, and I didn't get a, change, uh, a chance to change yet. So. I, yeah, I definitely didn't wear this on the plane. I I was wearing my black long sleeve uh, Union shirt uh Oh, the uh, what's the brand of that? The Wild Collective, I think, is the yeah. brand. Um, it's all black with like the black logo and the thing down the sleeve. So they still currently have those in the team store, but it was a little warm for me to be keep you know to still be wearing that. So it changed. So yeah, so we got a big episode here planned. Lots to discuss. So uh, strap in, and uh, before we get started, make sure you follow us on Twitter at totwag. And then on Facebook and Instagram at the one team we agree on, all one word. And then, uh, again, we are available on YouTube and on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So make sure to follow along. Love to hear from you. So Mm -hmm. comment, um, you know, let us know how we're doing. And uh, if you like the show, uh, give us a like on YouTube and uh, subscribe. We love love that. So let's talk first about the uh, game on Saturday. Initial thoughts, uh, before we get into the actual game, initial thoughts on the uh, Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Well, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Right. First of all. So uh, that was different than, say, you know, the Phillies game, which we'll talk about later, where that's right in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, small stadium, uh, comparable to Subaru Park in terms yeah. of seating. Right. Uh, definitely a different design, though. Um, for that and you know what i liked was that yeah you could walk around the stadium and see the field pretty much the whole time yeah no there's no block views i like that too mm-hmm. i mean and there, it wasn't like with the river end where you have to kind of you can't walk through the river end because of the divide right the locker rooms. you could actually walk the entire yeah. way around the yes. stadium. and so and even when you're getting food at the concourse or wherever just mm-hmm. sitting there walking around you could see what was going on on the field. Right. There were a bunch of people that they had tables up kind of right behind where we were sitting, kind of like how they do with the Phillies games, you know, and 
Um, I've seen it some other places too, where you can, yeah, you can kind of be up top and have your food or whatever you're doing and still see the game up there. Yeah. So it's a little bit different atmosphere from that regard. Um, a couple of things I liked. Um, first, um, I thought it was interesting that they had free parking. Like they have yeah. this huge lot. Uh, when you pull in, there's like a lot to the one side, it's kind of unpaved. And then there's the other side, which was a lot of fans parked on mm-hmm. as well. And that was paved. And it was just like, because when we got there, it said supporters of the way team park in double B um, parking area. And we had a little map and we parked there. And it was interesting because mm-hmm. as big as that lot was, it wasn't really full when we got mm-hmm. there. Now we, we got were there pretty early though. We got there almost two hours before game time. So I thought that was actually really nice. Yeah, they have all free, free parking. Or, all free parking. And, um, you know, the other area, I mean, around there, I would say one thing, even though it was like, I think by the time we parked and we got up there and we kind of walked around and I'll post some of the video, there wasn't a whole lot going on. Like, you know, not how, like how we have the plaza with the stuff. plaza or even when we were at Red Bulls last week, they had all the little game soccer games right. going on and just little, like, three on three and vendor. There really wasn't much going on even that early in the game. People were just kind of waiting to get in or just walking mm-hmm. around chatting. Um, we did see their supporters group have their tailgate. They had a live band. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sound, seemed like they were having a good time. Um, so we were kind of just watching from afar with that. And then uh, just checking out the outside of the plaza. I mean, it's, it's pretty simplistic. And mm-hmm. um, they had a little picnic area um looked like for like events going on it wasn't really busy but um some people taking their prom photos there yeah that was interesting but uh yeah not much going on there and the other thing was they kept announcing it was superhero night or something like that it was superhero night and there's i did see some people dressed like superheroes but they were also honoring like first responders you know in right. the vein of being superheroes which, which, which was, was cool they had cool. some um people from various you know first responder um type organizations there but uh outside of just like i think we saw like i think there was like a first responder truck that they kids people could do. there wasn't there was like one little tent with a thing you could spin you know wheel you could spin for there prizes or something but other than that i didn't really see anything it wasn't like when the union do like kids night it's 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 a big to do like when and they we have, have all uh, the different stands yeah, there and yeah there just wasn't much there so i, I felt like that was kind of a miss Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the food selection was good. It was uh, good. I mean, pretty standard, much your standard food, stuff. Fair. I, I ended mean, up getting chicken tenders and fries, and I had an IPA. Um, I got a local IPA because always out for the local stuff. Um, so I mean, it was you know your standard stuff. They had they had biker gyms, which they also had at the um Rockies Phillies game. Which, but they didn't run out of sausage, which we'll get to later. Yeah, I mean, they so they had their hot dogs and sausages and stuff for that, um, their specialty stuff. So I, I thought that was nice. And then uh, I, we met up with Todd and Shelby Lewis, mm-hmm. and um, we went in. We, we, Todd and I were up in the press box. Mm-hmm. You and Shelby went down with the sports group. but uh, And we'll get to that. But, you know, when we got in there, I mean – Again, it's mm-hmm. approximately, I think, a little over 18,000. I mm-hmm. think the total attendance was 15,000. Um, you know, one of the things uh, 
I thought was interesting, and I was talking to to another guy up there during the game, was they had that one area where, you know, the teams marched down at the beginning of the game. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like, the Union came on on the left side. Uh, Colorado came on the right side when we were looking down the press box, and then they walked down those stairs. Yeah, so. Pitch. It's kind of like River End. Yeah. It's kind of like River End. They come through the uh, goal side uh the yeah, they don't have any seating on the scoreboard side, basically. No. You got the scoreboard, and then you have um, basically the locker rooms, rooms and, like, um, some special areas and everything right. on that. But um, and, and fans can – there's a walkway for fans to walk around. And So that about. was interesting. A lot of fans were standing mm-hmm. out there. And then when you walk down the steps, there's, like, this construction going on, and there's – apparently they're building a party deck there. So that will be kind mm-hmm. of cool when teams yeah. eventually walk down. Shelby and I stood there, and we yelled down to Joe Bendick yeah like, like let's go joe anyway back so yeah that was before it got too crowded in there but yeah so just some things uh in regards to the game uh the player and introductions were different <laughs> because yeah. that was the first time we heard them announce the bench players they announced it- the be- we were so confused and then yeah they not-, not only did they announce the bench players but they were using like the full given name pretty much because like, we, we heard nathaniel harriel and, and james, james curtain eventually when they announced yeah james curtain so I, I found it funny they were announced because like they they posted both the lineups and and they had him up there uh, in the press room and did like they're announcing them. I, I turned to time ago are they announcing the starting lineups did we miss something and then, yeah we were so good and then they eventually announced the rest and then there we had olivier and we're all like Bizo, you know, in our <laughs> crowd, you know. I mean, I get it; it's hard to, but usually I thought they do their homework kind of on that. No, I mean, I, we never hear, you know, you never hear at our stadium that you know the mispronouncing. Right, and, and I thought the other interesting thing was that as they were walking down, they, you know, we do the fireworks as well. They mm-hmm. really laid into fireworks. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. of superheroes and or what, but. Really good. The supporters group down there was getting it going. Um, and and with and it was a good energy environment. I I was actually, you know, it it packed in real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought like you know, just the pregame atmosphere, um, outside of it just being small and like nothing really stood out. I mean, once the game and the pregame introductions got going, I thought it was fun. Yeah, so and we're walking around a bit and you know, we kept seeing union fans because we had no idea how many were gonna actually be there. And so we're like, because we're joking, we're like, oh, yeah, there'll probably be like 10 of us or something. Yeah. And really, I would say there was easily at least 30. Nice. I would say like 30 to 40 union fans. I maybe. mean, you, we were more than halfway up that little supporter side. Yeah. So we were in the corner. Um, And of course, if you've seen the, you know, the videos of the goals being scored and they showed the you know, our supporter section, you can see, you know, what we had there and you can see Shelby and me right in the middle of that. <laughs> Find <laughs> us on there. They zoomed in on there. It was kind of funny um, because we're in the middle of the game. We heard someone say, oh yeah, they keep seeing us on Apple TV. It's like, hmm, well, I'm off to see that then, but yeah, sure enough. And uh, yeah, we had a pretty good size group there. And of course everyone's in great spirits and high-fiving and like go union every time we saw people in there. Yeah, And, you know, there were definitely people that flew out from the philly area and then there were some people that uh were from closer to around there 
uh, one guy said he lived, I think, an hour and a half away and yeah. drove down and said he was going to the San Jose game, I think, too. Or, you know, or he was going to some different things that were going to be out that way. So that was good. And yeah, definitely a couple of people that we recognize, but mostly people we didn't. So now, um, so about uh, with the game. So when they announced the lineup, um, you know, no Jose Martinez. I guess the surprise one was no Mikel Uwa. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were down there with Jim post game, just Todd mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. um, you know, basically what it sounds like was Mikel during uh, had some fluid was drained mm-hmm. prior to um, miss. Uh, well, he played with it and then was drained and he had some setbacks. So they were just resting him, hoping to get him back with these two big games coming up this week. Jose, you know, he's hopeful. But yeah, they, so the union rolled out a different lineup. Three in the back, finally, yeah. for a second time this year. Um, and, you know, it was Glessness, Elliot, and Lowe. Um, I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, no, I, I was actually excited to see this. Um, and they put Gazdog back up uh, up top, um, kind of signs to 2011 when he was partnered with Casper. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. Um, I was just, my one thing was like, I was like, no bueno. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no, Jesus bueno. I figured he'd probably get in later. And as we know, he did. Um, <laughs> Which we'll get to. Um, yeah. But I thought it was interesting. Um, and, and then Jim alluded to it again uh, at the presser um, that, you know, this could be a formation that they try on the road. Um, I found it interesting, though. He was like, well, when you really look at it, you know, we were still playing a variation of the diamond. Like he mm-hmm. was explaining how the, the tack formations were. I found that interesting. The one thing, though, early on, and Todd pointed this out to me, and especially you saw it on the right side with Ali and, and Olivier was at times they were still kind of getting switched up where one was trying to make a run and then Ali should have been more inside or vice versa and and just the runs you can see they were still trying to figure out same with you know the three pairs in the back so when kickoff got going I mean it was interesting because you definitely tell early on especially I think we had I think it was it low went out with the concussion check and they had that play where Bizo kind of fell asleep. Jack gets beat. They had that shot. Thankfully, Blake makes that great save. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh no, here we go again. I'm th- sitting up there in yeah. this box thinking, Oh no, that's not good. And you know, Colorado came out. Um, but then credit, they kind of settled into the formation, started figuring it out. Mm-hmm. What, do you think uh, of the first couple, you know, 20, 25, 30 minutes before the PK, what do you think of the union front first kind of 30 minutes of the game? I mean, I thought we did okay. Yeah. You know, again, feeling out the new um, formation a little bit. And I mean, I was actually. Well, not new. I mean, we played it right against this and that, but with all the pieces were different. It was a little different. I thought we really had decent energy at the beginning there. Yeah, we did. It was it was all right. I will say from my point of view too, where we were we were trying to bring the energy with our little group there. Right. And uh credit to some of the people down we were kind of in the middle of the section, lower middle of it, and then there were a few people in front of us and we were standing, you know, some of the people in front of us were standing, most of them were. And then there were people behind us 
bunch that were sitting and we're trying our darndest to get people going on these chants. It's not like they were complicated either, No, you know, but we were trying and then we would just organically start them, you know, Shelby or I, both of us, we'd be like, all right, let's do this one. And we just start going. So it was kind of because people right behind me were just seated the whole time. And right. well, it is what I mean. People are welcome to sit, but it's a bummer uh, that more people didn't get up and cheer. But we did our best. Yeah. No. Um, from my perspective, I thought, you know, at least as we started settling and we started mm-hmm. creating chances, there was probably like a 10, 15 minute run. We were down there and. A lot. And we were getting a lot of corners. I I mean, that was one thing. We were finally getting some corners. Um, We had that series where we had a nice corner in. Ball goes in net. Somehow it gets waved off. They redo it. And then there's a foul. Then that kind of counters back. They come back. And then we come back down. Julian has a wide open net. And he just blows it. And we're just like, okay, here we go. And so... Once again, the union were creating some really nice chances early on, but, but we again, finish. again, we can't hit the bar outside of the building. And I think at the end of the night, I think I forget, I gotta look back at the stars, but I forgot to pull it up. But yeah, we weren't hitting the, the, the target real well. Um, that was one thing I did notice. Uh, you know, we just weren't finishing. Um, and then they come down the field again, another defensive breakdown. And here we go again, you know, balls bounce around. Lowe comes in to try to get the ball out, makes a foul. It's right on the line. Initially, I thought that he was just over the line. And yeah. then, but it was so close. I'm like, they're going to go VAR. And sure enough, they go VAR. And we're, Todd and I are standing there watching the screen. I'm just like, he's outside the box. And then this one angle came in. I'm like, well, Ooh, he's right inside the box. And then yeah. sure enough, comes in, points the spot. And it's like, Yep, that's PK. Well, when from our vantage point, we had a really good vantage point of mm-hmm. what happened as well. And when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, I thought, honestly, like right from the get go that, yeah, that's going to be PK. That's inside the box. Although I thought it was really soft, too. But it was initially, I was actually surprised that at first they weren't making it a PK. And then and then they're setting up for kicking right outside. And then, then some people are behind us were like oh yeah go to var blah, blah, blah. and the guys in front of us were like no we don't want it to go to var because they're probably going to call a pk yeah. and i'm like exactly and sure enough that's what happened so and shout out to the guy in front of me too i did not catch his name but he was great and he he was holding up makeshift cards <laughs> later right. on and, yeah you know like um when there should be a card given out and everything but yeah that was unfortunate way to start but Thankfully, the PK did not take us out of it. No, um, I mean, fought right back. So you know, they call it Ronan steps in, and honestly, you know, Blake read well, but that was an excellent PK. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and go, "Oh my gosh," but we saw some comments, people saying, "You know, what's going on with Andre Blake? You know, he he's not what he was. You know, with PKs." So my credit is, uh, what is going Good on question. with Andre? Uh, yeah. So my question is, what is going on with Andre? Is it is it another PTSD from the cup PKs? You know, we saw it in the Open Cup and the MLS Cup, you know, wasn't making the greatest say. But okay. or is it just really, you know, it's a PK. Can we it, be honest? PKs are hard to block. It's a crapshoot. It really 
I mean, they're it, hard to defend. I mean, it's interesting. So Todd's pointing out, like, Phil wasn't the goalkeeper coach. Mm-hmm. He's over there pointing out, you know, mm-hmm. to Andre, and I'm watching those two communicating. So he's relaying the information into Andre. Andre knows where it is. Andre reads it right, mm-hmm. just was put well. And and that, so at the end of the day, that's what I'm thinking, you know. Do you that, think he has... You know, a mental I, block going on. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, if he had a mental block, he wouldn't be making the saves that he's he makes made. really good saves. Otherwise, I, I just think it's unluck. I mean, I think it's just yeah, it's just bad luck. I've seen some really good goalkeepers, and this goes from you know international play, World Cup, to every like love. I mean, we the year twenty twenty one, we saw Matt Turner not even make a save against NYCFC and he was having a phenomenal yeah. year and Sean Johnson was looking like a uh, Superman there mm-hmm. I mean it's well, sometimes it's just luck sometimes you know you just get on a hot streak I mean well, I wouldn't be surprised that you know we'll see him make a save or two this year on PK well, it's like how John McCarthy looked phenomenal of course in the cup against us you know making saves it is what it is but that was always his thing though too was yeah he was strong there he was pk and then some people like well but andre was so good against nashville and the pks and the playoffs and that was 2021 and let's be honest some of their shots kind of (laughs) sucked yeah i mean mutar did not have the greatest shot yeah um so i mean realistically i mean I i look at like you know you give a pk um not... we didn't give up we fought back and to get that tying goal be- you know in the added time there so yeah let's talk about that i mean there was a great build-up play you know we come mm-hmm. down the side oh know, what a build-up and then the ball comes in passes in here comes kai coming across gets the ball nice pass and just rockets it right in the back of that pass I mean, Yarborough and, and mclenn and, he... and julian like they were oh just such great passes and McGlynn had himself oh my gosh game, which we're really gonna miss him we are gonna either. still miss him but i mean again credit there there's why he's starting over flops it's good yeah i mean so i mean that was just good team playing there everybody was getting finally we connected with one of our chances and that was a quality chance outside the box which like, oh my gosh can we talk about what a banger that was by kai that was and it was great to see him get it in a regular mls game after he had the two goals against minnesota yeah, i mean he's starting to um he's starting to get better i thought his corners and crosses were better so again maybe he's just getting back into the groove maybe mm-hmm. those two goals were a boost of confidence mm-hmm. and the open cup we're not gonna spend much time on the open cup all i'm gonna say on this real quick and then we'll get back to the second half was you know Say what you will about losing in the PKs. Mm-hmm. It sucked. You know, it sucked, especially but, you know, you're thinking, oh, here comes Kai. He's had such a night. And then, well, yeah, but again, credit to the union. Yeah, and Todd asked this question to Jim, you know, about being resilient. And that's one thing is, as yes, we're not, we're grinding right now. We're not putting mm-hmm. teams away like we did last year, but we are being resilient. Yeah, we came back down to nothing. Yeah. In that in game. That game. So, you know, you go into half, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, I thought it was a solid half. Yeah, was it like, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, this is chef's kiss? No. Um, no, but I love that we tied it up before the half. I did, too. Give us a little bit of momentum. We come out second half. You know, just kind of second half, I, I felt it just started getting sloppy. I think, I, I don't know. I, I did not think we were at, I thought we were the 
more aggressive team than Colorado at times, but it, the second half just started getting to be like back. And forth. It reminded me a little bit of the Red Bull game. Mm-hmm. Just but back and forth, not getting shots. Although we it had was kind of boring that second half. The first half we had more shots than we did in the entire game at Red Bull. So I mean, I thought the second half we came out. I, I thought we tightened up a little bit mm-hmm. better defensively. Although there was a couple times we had some. They had some big plays, especially that one there towards the end. But, you know, again, nice ball. I think it was Jack started it. You know, mm-hmm. Baiza goes down the right side, you know, crosses it. Nice ball right into Julian. Boom, puts it back in net. Of course, I'm holding my breath thinking, oh, they're going to call it off sides. That was, he, when I looked at it, I was like, yeah, he's on. I Yeah, I thought he was on. But same time, you know, how many times we've been called off sides. I know. That, and we already it had two called back you know, earlier right. in the game. So we're like, uh, and then it's like, yes, it counts. And then they, they did go check real quick and it was right. I mean, I I felt that there were times that second half where you could see Colorado was starting to, you know, they're starting to make subs. Mm -hmm. I just felt like we were starting to play a little better, but again, you know, we couldn't put the game away. I I felt like at that point, the game should have really been like three to one us, um, and then you have that chance at the end, Jimmy even comment on it. You know, nice ball, you know, nice build play where there Donovan finally comes in because like Jim Wade, like what, 70th minute to make subs? Oh no, it was almost like the 80th minute, I think. And then he made like a whole bunch of subs coming in, um, which I was surprised it was more than two finally. So he started mm-hmm. going to bench. Brings in um, you know, Donovan. Donovan again, you know, he scores his first yeah. goal in the open cup, comes in, has a Great shot. Now, he you can say he should have shot that and made that. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, he should have. But at the same time, you also had Danny. Mm-hmm. Daniel was just coming down unmarked. You know, you hit a perfect cross. And Jim Luther, he hits a perfect cross. God's dog's not missing that. That's yeah. that. That's three to one game over. But at the same time, you're, you're a striker. You should mm-hmm. be at least putting that ball, making that shot. I, I I think either way, poor cross mm-hmm. should have shot it, but also I get why he did it. But either way, these are the things that we cannot do at this juncture in the season. And with these teams coming up, we got to be able to finish. So, um, and then that led to that chance there at the end where that ball comes in. Barrios is crashing the back of that yeah. net. And, and I remember a whole bunch of us just like, ooh, like everybody yeah. was like, because. There's two chances there. Andre had some really nice saves in the game. I mean, this is a game, again, going back to where Andre, you know, you can say what you want about Kai. Obviously, he played a great game. Jack played a great game. But this is a game that Andre kept us in, and then we grind out points. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a, put, you know, put your work cap on, mm-hmm. grab your lunch pail, kind of grind out on the road, three-point victory. Okay, that's fine. Um but again, missed opportunities. Yeah, we could have had more goals. I mean, that's for sure. So, and then, of course, let's talk about the, <sighs> I don't even want to know what you would call it. Um, little, um, perfuffle. Perfuffle or little, yeah. ruha, ruckus, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, there at the end. So that starts with there is that play. Um, was a brawl kind of runs into Blake. There was that chance he, where they had he runs in right. Well, and Dre got kicked in the head, basically. Yeah, the and then and then everybody yellow card. Everybody starts getting a little chippy. But, well, yeah, and then he like two handed pushed Blake, you know, out of bounds. Oh, so, sorry about that. And well, then there was yeah. that that other. I think it was like throwing. It just starts to get a little chippy. At the and end. then the play at the end, Blake yeah. kind of was hesitant and Barrios was running. I think Blake wanted to go out of bounds. Right. Um, and so he's going out of bounds, but Barrios is he, running. He just shoves him out of bounds. Like he just shoves him. So the initial thing, it's it's a full you can see it. Two hands and he kind of pushes. And now you can say, and then he kind of just walks back, just kind of like nonchalantly. Then Jack Elliott and Jacob Blessness. Well, what yeah. no, it was Elliot and Lowe came and in. Lowe, yeah. They came in. And then and then Glasness came in. Mm-hmm. Then then they start getting at because immediately you just see them coming in, and that's when everything breaks all heck breaks loose. Oh, but yeah. you know, going back to the initial play, you know, everybody's saying Barry should have been, you know, gotten more way point. I think it's gonna get reviewed. I don't. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens because I'm also wondering. You know, are they gonna use the whole? Well, Andre had momentum, and you know, it was momentum, and it looked worse than what it is. But when I kind of, I was you and I on I Sunday, we were like watches like 15 times, and it definitely was. You could see that it wasn't like whoa, and then this momentum carried. It was yeah, no, whoa, that was a shove. That was shove a full shove with momentum. Yeah. So I I think that's right. But then everything went loose. I mean, players start getting at it, mm-hmm. and we're standing up there in press box. They're like, "Oh man, there's gonna be a bunch of cards." And this is coming while we're trying just to kill this game, get three points on the road. I and mean, get back the, up. like right before that happened. First of all, right before all like that happened, minute, less than a minute. Um, it was like yeah, we and I had my uh stopwatch going, you know, for the extra time, and at that point when the yeah when all that started going on we didn't have much time left of and we'd been like come on just blow the stinking whistle blow the whistle and that all starts going down when all of a sudden done we ended up having like 12 minutes of oh, it, time it at was, least it was ridiculous and, and gosh jesus bueno had come in at the very end he literally had just come in and then he ends up getting red carded. Which was a funny comment. Was uh-huh. like, here comes when it comes in, when it comes out. Yeah. Um, so and I forget who said it, but um, so sorry, but I thought this was hilarious and credit to I like I said, I forget who said this, but that what they looked at VAR and just like Ugh, Jesus. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, so we'll get Bueno a red card and they're trying to figure out what wasn't. But no, I mean yeah, Jesus Bueno did kind of put the guy in a chokehold a bit. He had his arm around his yeah, neck. Utility, but, but but leading up to he had but he, he got his collar pulled on and he definitely we, we all got, saw he, he got, got spit, spit on. on. I yeah. mean and then he snapped, he got the guy in the horse car. Yeah. I mean Glesnus took somebody down. I forget who yeah. it was. I mean, there was there was like and Barrios was throwing punches. Yeah, I, I uh, don't understand how Barrios doesn't have a red card. If yeah. he doesn't come out of this with a red card, and then the guy spit yeah. on Bueno yeah. gets a red card. It's like okay, and then of course there's he's oh uh, I forget the guy's name. The ref is just running around and and, it, and it, the first one sent off was what Galvan. 
Yeah, yeah, got yeah. Von Oh, and Zerp. we gave him crap the whole way he was walking out. You know, that it's was really kind of the one at the beginning. Um, I what I found interesting was so they're sorting this out, and I'm mm-hmm. just sitting there. I go to like, I wonder how much is going to be added on this game. That's I, all I'm. And thinking. I'm thinking, oh gosh, like how I don't. Ho- I hope we're not going to be missing a bunch of guys with red cards here. Right. You know what's yeah, going to happen with here. our team? And so, and then. Yarbrough, their goalkeeper's up there. And like it's just like this whole thing. And then Jim's going outside of mm-hmm. his area, which is an automatic red for Jim. And he's getting on their players. Mm-hmm. And then and then and, and Ali's kind of, you know, it, it was just like it was really heated and rightfully so. I mean, they started and then they try instigating. It, it just got really, really into ruckus. But as Jim says, it's a soccer fight. No one's gonna do anything. Except I'm still saying he's like, you know, they're not really throwing punches. I don't know. Jim needs to go back and watch it because I don't know. I think Barry is through punch. But yeah, I think so, too. But I don't know. But then also it just looks like his hands go up. So maybe he was and thought better of it. But, but if Bueno's getting a red card, I think. Th- and that was the, the weirdest thing because they're like selling out. All of a sudden he goes to VR and it comes up on the screen. VR check for violent conduct. And then they send him off. And then the weirdest part of this whole thing is like, okay. He's just marching, like sauntering off the field, and they blow the whistle. Like it's not like, yeah, we're gonna have a play. Like meanwhile, no, Blake they just, just ended it. Then <laughs> yeah, Blake's just staying back there, just like I keep watching Audrey. He's just like staying back there while everybody's kind of in the middle. And that so it was just a weird game, and it was just a really weird ending to. And you know, and the ref just lost control. I mean, yeah. I just didn't feel like he had control. Once it started getting really chippy, he just was. He was carding everybody. He started yeah. just, it was just like, oh. Uh, yeah. Starting to get like Oprah there. You get a card. You get a card. And just like, yeah, lost control. So, I mean, we'll see what, if there's any additional. I would be shocked if there wasn't, but um, any additional sanctions or fines handed out. But we'll see. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, was it pretty? No. Did we get three points? Absolutely. Um, We grinded it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can say what you want, all the cliches, but we got the job done on a game which, coming off an Open Cup, flying back to Philly, which I was surprised mm-hmm. they didn't do, but Jim says it takes 10 more days to acclimate, so it's better to fly in the night before, fly out, which in the sports science room is true, but that's just a lot more travel. That was a lot. They And they also left right after the game. They flew out and then around they like back midnight. Regen, now they got the thing. Yeah. So at the end of the day... You know, I I thought it was it, it was a good game. It was the kind of games we need to grind out and win if we want to be up there at, towards the top of the table. Um, for me, you know, being up there at the press box with Todd, again, you know, I just enjoy watching mm-hmm. it. We, you know, we met uh, one of the Spanish uh, reporters. Um, he covers them, and he's trying to do a lot up there with the uh, Hispanic community um, up there in uh, Denver. And his name was Jose and we got to talk to him and, you know, it was funny. We were talking about the league's cup a lot and uh, learned how to pronounce one of our opponents now. And not <laughs> as we know, Kyle struggles with that a little yeah, bit. So I asked him that and he just gave us a lot of foundations about, our, uh, I mean, found it um, a lot of history about, uh, t- uh, Club uh, Tijuana and Ketaro, I think it is how you pronounce it. Um, probably botched it again, but you know, I didn't the, take what, Spanish class, what so I didn't their 
um, you know, supporters are like, what the cultures of the clubs are like. So he's like, yeah, you guys got an easy draw or something like that. But it was just interesting to see his perspective and how they're trying to grow this bank, you know, fan base out there. Mm -hmm. And it was just really cool. So, and so that was cool. Um, you know, the setup was interesting. Um, when we got there, I thought of all the press boxes I've been in, which is all three, um, this one was cool because it was all the way down the stadium and you could stand there because the seats, this is funny thing, the seats you were like up to here. So you were like, you'd type like this because the seats were really low. But, you know, so we stood the whole time um, and it was just cool because you could see the entire field. You're on top of it, which I You prefer. were just over from where our, our supporter section Yeah, was. so we kept looking down at you and Shelby. I, I was joking. I'm like, oh, they're looking down at us peasants down here. I, I made the joke to Todd. It was like, yeah, we're like the Muppet, uh, the critics in the Muppet oh, show. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but no, it was fine as always to watch a game with Todd. And, you yeah, know, just Shelby and you had a great time. And uh, so what was the atmosphere like down there? Um, I got to ask. And you I know what? I, I know it's coming. You know it's coming. Um, did uh, anybody, did, were, were you guys general mission? Pretty much. Okay, so when we got there, because we couple, know way days like the are... first three rows were kind of filled in and most of the middle of the section was pretty empty and there was a few people at top and and so first of all i'm like well shelby you know you come down you can sit with me because you can take kyle's spot and um went down and yeah there was like the two spots really kind of because it was in the middle of the row that and it was like uh bleacher seats right okay so it wasn't even like actual seats individual seats and there was nobody in the row right behind where my assigned seats were. So I was like, oh, we'll just go in here. And then a couple of people did come down and said, oh, we have such and such seats. And it's like, oh, it's all good. You know, we're just kind of filling in. And if you if you really want, I'll go back to my other seats. They're like, no, it's all good. So no one seemed to really get upset about it, I guess. People just kind of filled in. Plus, to the right of us, um, there was a lot of empty space, a lot of right. seats. And then it seemed like we were near like the family friendly section, which if that's the case, that's a miss on their part. Why would you put Didn't you guys that... yell that for Channing sucks? Oh, oh, well, okay. No, no. It wasn't for saying sucks. They didn't really care about that. It was more like they didn't want people sticking up the finger. <laughs> um, oh. They're like, oh, yeah, you can turn your back. So you can say it sucks, whatever. But yeah, no, no middle fingers in the air. This is Chester. That's what they said. They're like, this isn't Chester. Oh, oh. wow. And so we're like, fine, we'll keep it PG. And so we didn't, we did not do a lot of the colorful language that you would normally hear in so, our stadium. So, so we substituted dupe in for other words. Uh, so, so that is kind of how we went with that. I think probably the most risque thing we said was the Andre Blake chant. He's big. He's green. That yeah. one. So, uh, so yeah, that was how it went there. Again, probably about half the people were standing. Half the people were sitting at the beginning of the second half. Like everybody was sitting. Yeah. And I think some people are just a little chilly or whatever. And of course, people, you need to know that you're going to stay warmer if you're standing up. We actually did try to at one point get jump for Philadelphia going. Mm hmm. And to some success, at least with a few of us there, we're just having a good time and trying to get people involved. But what was disappointing to me was even when we had a corner, 
one of the easiest chants we can do is the one we do on our set pieces on our corners. Yeah, I'm still people looking. not joining in on that. I mean, that's one that people all around our stadium, not just the. I looked down twice do. and I saw just people sitting there with their hands, and so I was and like, like, okay. I mean, again, you can do what you want, people, but at least join in on that one. No, I, I, I was like, come on. From our, our vantage point, looking down, you guys, I thought the energy was good. So, credit. Yeah, shout tried. out to all the sons been out there um, that were there at the game. You guys, you brought it. I mean, at the end of the day, I'll say you brought you it. You could hear us on the broadcast. You could. Like, and, and when we score, you know, you could hear the dupe chant. I, I just feel like, you know, when we have these away supporter days, I get it. There's people that don't sit in the river and that go, and that's fine. But again, you know, we saw it with, you know, from my vantage point, the rebels, all those people you were bringing in, all those people from the section over mm -hmm. where you were to like stand and chant. And maybe not everybody was, but again, like some symbols as the union chant, which we do every single game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the easiest one. It just, you know, I'm like, come on, guys. Like, but like, union. I mean, union. And again, every, every, hey, everybody's and, different. Maybe that, yeah. maybe they're from out of town. That's okay. I, I was hoping some people would catch on to it. Right. And, and Shelby and you were like, you know, like trying to, we weren't like saying to people, hey, people get up or anything like that. No, we were just trying to lead by example. Right. You know, and hey, either way, we had a blast. We were, we were, trying to bring some energy so so we had fun. but all in all it was really just good to see a nice turnout from our supporters there was, was definitely more people there than i thought there was going to be and i i think what helped too was the fact that the phillies were in town too i think that did too so so that's it um with our game review let's talk about the trip so yeah. um you know, two and a half days out there in Colorado. Um, yeah. Flew in Friday, got there. Um, you know, uh, we had planned this. Uh, got there about what lunchtime? Yeah, we had Friday. planned this with Todd and Shelby, and uh, you know, we got there when yeah, like around lunchtime, and we checked in, and we went. We pretty much you and I went straight downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, took an Uber, went down to the stadium area, and, and it was really cool. Um, again, uh, if you haven't been to Coors Field, it's right in the heart of downtown, right near Union Station. Uh, beautiful, um, just, they really have revitalized the old, like, kind of, but they've kept a lot of the history and the building facades, and they've repurposed them. They've turned them into bars. But yeah, it's right there, surrounded by, you know, the city streets, and there's bars all around. And yeah. New. It's, it's, so you can really walk around and do stuff pre-game, and we went and checked out some places. We went in a rooftop bar and it was loaded with Phillies fans. There oh, are Phillies fans everywhere. And I have heard that for all different teams, I mean, there's a lot of transplants in Denver and that there's a lot of visiting team fans, especially on the, on the third base side and everything that, you know, that would be expected. But I was actually, I didn't realize how many Phillies fans were actually around the Denver area. I was told yeah. that I mean, there's a lot of people in Denver that like the Phillies. And then, of course, we always have a good traveling group. So it was really fun to do that. And, of course, people are like, yeah, go Phils. And we even saw when we went in the stadium, we saw uh, 
someone with the new union kit. Yeah, so, yeah, we saw some union. So we're like, hey, we're talking to him, and then we saw him at the game. So shout out. And we had a great time getting food and drink before the game. We go over into the stadium then. and Which brings up yeah. a fun question. Mm-hmm. Thank you for Jim. Uh, thank you to Jimmy King for this yeah. question. Jimmy wants to know, what is your thought on Rocky Mountain oysters? Well, let, let's go back. So I always check the bar ballpark food out, um, you know. Same. And before we go to the stadium to see what the thing. Well, they had Rocky Mountain oysters. Now, we mm-hmm. all know what Rocky Mountain oysters are. And if you don't. Bull testicles. Yes. So. I'm a I'm a foods teacher so so <laughs> me being the adventurous type of course and also previously having them jimmy to yeah, answer me. your question um i actually do enjoy them um i'm not going to go seek them out but you did there because i went down like oh hey i want to go watch batting practice i gotta watch bp and i did I went and right the next in. thing i know is kyle comes down with rocky mountain oysters he made it he was he made a beeline for that let's I- not Let's not beat around so, the brain, being a beeline for I it. I mean, it, 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 here's the thing with Rocky Mountain Moises. Why do I like them? I, I also like beef tongue and especially tacos. Um, I mean, when we were out in L.A., you were there. They had they were closing up shop. They gave us like double our order. I, I just like the taste of it. And it, it's very similar, um, only it's breaded. Mm-hmm. And I've had it before. Um, we had a place locally here that used to sell it, and they had a lot of different things like gator, crawfish, a lot of Cajun stuff. Um, and so I would equate it to that. The taste is, you know, there really isn't much of a taste. I, I mean, mean, it's breaded and deep fried. And, and were these the best Rocky Mountain oysters ever? Were the ones had? that Prudhomme's better? Or the oh, absolutely. Even the ones that uh, we used to, growing up, they used to make them occasionally, I think, uh, on my dad's side of the family. So I've had them growing up. Um, I've, Kyle's family's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we didn't put any food they, to waste. Yeah. So um, if you've heard about something, I've probably had it. He'll well, eat anything, although he... But you, then you complain about if I make, like, cauliflower or something. Yeah, you'll eat you know bull testicles right, but, and by the way for the record i did not eat them i was like no i draw the line at that i don't really like organs so no. yeah to, to answer your question jimmy yeah I, i've had them i mean they're fine I, again i'm not going to go seek them out they're on the menu and depending on how they're you know maybe i'll try them but if you haven't tried them you can get away uh, you're adventurous and you're adventurous and you can get around what they really are they're fine i mean they're they're good i mean personally yeah so yeah so he had those while i was watching bp and and being and being like uh what is this lineup and i was in my feels about the fact that bryson stott and brandon marsh weren't in the lineup but uh but yeah i was watching bp and then shout out to caleb tucker who was the guy that we saw yeah at both the union game and the baseball game so that was cool and then we actually set up in the 300 level but like the first row and on the third base side so that wasn't bad and there's really good views and a cool thing about Coors Field is up in the upper deck there they have a row of purple seats which is at the mile high mark that's a really so cool that place. was pretty cool and it's really a party atmosphere up there on the upper decks they have the rock lounges. pile and they have all these bars and so we we did quite a bit of walking around beforehand and went to get some food took some pictures some yeah, some I mean pictures. it's a nice atmosphere I mean I thought Overall, there were more Phillies fans than there were Rockies fans. Yeah, yeah. You know what I said to Kyle? I said, "Hey, guess what? 
uh, they're here, they're there, they're every freaking where. NBC. Yeah, we kept chanting that. <laughs> but it was, I thought that was good. I mean, the only issue I had, and we ran into this, was like there were places that food. food, and the game hadn't even started. Yeah, I went to get a brat over at Biker Gyms, and and I'm like next in line, and then the, and then I hear the lady say. That they're out of the brothel. I was like, I just wait in this line. To so I'd out walk out around and get in. He took one for the team. He's like, oh, well, I don't care as much about the game as you do. Because, I mean, it's not that. But I like watching baseball. You do. But, but like, I'm a Phillies were... fan and you're not. So you're like, I'll go get the food. And um, and we'd also, <laughs> you're going to get another beer because we got given the wrong beer. But. But so he, all of a sudden done, he didn't come down to our seats till the fifth inning because I don't know if you guys watched that game, but it was a fast game. So, and it only lasted two hours and fifteen minutes. It was the fifth inning by the time he came down. But in fairness, he missed all the boring parts of the game. Yeah, uh, we didn't do anything really till he got down there. So, I mean, Taiwan Walker actually pitched well, and um, Gomer from the Rockies pitched really well, and then we finally get a hit, and JT gets basically what should be a double, tries to stretch into a triple, gets out at third and jams his finger thankfully he's okay but you know it was a very fast game until then finally um alec bohm hits a homer and then we had a shore bomb which i prophesized i was like oh we could use a shore bomb right now and then boom and then bryce of course so good to see bryce in Mm -hmm. so that was exciting but yeah every time the phillies did stuff it was loud with the phillies fans and it was like being at a home game and it was awesome. And I we're walking around, I'm like, I'm having so much fun here. This is great, you know, to see another stadium, check another one off the list. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get to check another one off in a couple of weeks when we go to City Field <laughs> for the NYC game. But you know, it was a good game. Phillies came off of the win. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards we left and uh we checked out more of uh downtown area. You know, mm-hmm. the thing I really like about the downtown, and, and I saw this at like LA. Is a repurposing all these old buildings mm-hmm. and you turn them into these food halls. Like yeah, we went through that one that had like bars, marketplaces. Yeah. Marketplace. There was tons of them around there. I know they're they're cropping up. I'm a huge fan of those because um, yeah. there's just a lot of variety. And then, yeah, so we went there and then we ended up at an old building um, that had been turned into a brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to get a beer called what was it fuzzy, fuzzy little headbutts which was all cat themed so she was happy mm-hmm. had phenomenal dessert um had yep. some good beer so um yeah it had some real good stuff and uh had some dessert yeah had some dessert with it so uh, it was it was a nice cap to a, a fun first day and then the next day we got up um and we headed down to colorado springs to meet up with my old coaching mentor um and good friend and uh you know, somebody's been in my life probably since 2000, since I started coaching. Um, Long, I, yeah, you've known him longer than you know me. That's yeah, sure. so went down, visit him, his wife. He used to work for USA Swimming's retired, but he's still out there. And so we drove down there. Um, yeah, we got to drive all around. And I thought, I, I what were your impressions about Collar Springs? Um, more importantly, went to Garden of the Gods, mm-hmm. um, which is a beautiful, beautiful, um, you know, just all the rock formations, formations and uh, you know, they have the red rock. They also have, you know, just types of pillars. Um, I they think have trails and all that kind of stuff. So we yeah, got walked around pretty. a little bit. It was really crowded, though, because it was a Saturday. Yeah. So but we drove around and we were driving up 
um going towards pike's peak we couldn't even see all because it was really there were clouds but we did drive up to where there was snow on the ground we saw some deer and there was snow on the ground and yeah it was quite cool but we had a nice lunch and we got to drive around colorado springs got and see the speed. olympic training center and usa swimming headquarters and, uh the colorado uh spring switchback the, the usl team stadium yeah. brand new stadium there for switchbacks and mm-hmm. you know colorado springs is a cool little town I, i'd like to go back sometime and, and check out and hang out there more because the downtown mm-hmm. area looks like it has a lot to offer mm-hmm. um but yeah, Pikes Peak area, I was there when I was real little. So it was cool to kind of finally go back now that I'm older and, and just see it again and, and see what it's for. That was our cat. And, um, you know, I, I I like that area as we got up higher in the elevation. You know, it was very, you know, rich and green because they've had rain recently. But yeah, it reminded me a lot of Vegas, except, as you said, it's green. Yeah. It, a lot of rock it's formation. Um, so overall that was cool and then we headed back and we decided to head to the stadium and we'd been talking with todd and he told us about the wildlife preserve um, yeah so the rocky mountain arsenal um preserve and it's right that area is like right next to stadium basically so okay we're gonna go early we're gonna go do that we got there a little bit after four and they have a uh driving tour so you and they have a podcast you can play that explains everything as you're going around and unfortunately because they'd had a lot of rain some of the parts were closed off so we were not able to do the whole loop, loop of the driving so we had to turn around then we went kind of the other way a bit and then but we went we, up yeah. on that and we went up to rattlesnake hill and yeah. it's really cool because you get to see the entire city of denver and I mean, like great views just the whole surrounding everything what's up there and just great views and we saw lots of deer mm-hmm. and we saw bison there was lots of birds. Uh, so, you know, yeah, and, you can check her social media page. Yeah. She posts silly, du- silly double underscore Jilly. And of course, uh, the one team we agree on, you can find me through there too. But yeah, there was a lot. It was, it was really cool. And that was a nice way to set the tone for the evening mm-hmm. there with that game. So, and then afterwards, you and I, uh, after we left there, we went back, went to another food marketplace and just kind of relaxed. And, mm-hmm. and then, Yesterday we got up and we met up with Todd and Shelby mm-hmm. and uh we went up they were heading up to Boulder, so mm-hmm. we met them up there. Um we got the tour of Boulder, Colorado. And yeah. and, and yeah. it's a lot different, right up, up along the mountains there. Um yeah. so we saw University, University of Colorado of Boulder. Beautiful campus. The architecture's love. neat. They have a lot of nice stone um masonry there. And that... it was dead because it just a graduation, so right. So it was pretty easy to go around. And the weather was really iffy. It was kind of cloudy. It was spritzing a little bit, a little foggy. So, um, it, I mean, but even so, the views were really nice. And again, I have all this stuff on my social media if you want to see. Um, but, um, of course, I was like, oh, I really want to go walking around the Pearl Street Mall where they have shopping. That was a place that was recommended. Yeah. And if you've ever been to, say, like Burlington, Vermont, it really felt like that. But it's one of those streets that's you know, pedestrians only yeah. and they have shops all along it. I love those kind of things. I mean, we walked through that something like that in Santa Monica after the cup. Yeah. So uh I don't you know, I think that's the kind of thing that I'd like to see more of in Philly too, which would be cool. But uh definitely some cool shops, got some souvenirs. And then then we met up with Todd and Shelby at uh Chautauqua 
um, mountain. I think they have trails. And so, yeah, we went hiking. We saw a, some oh, great views of Boulder. Awesome views. Like, as we got up, it was interesting because you're getting up there. It's all, like, it was, it was raining a little bit. And mm-hmm. we got down, and you could see the sun shining on yeah. Boulder. It was cold. It was kind of chilly and, and raining at times and we wet. Had, we had a great time, though. Great time, though. It was a good workout. We were kind of huffing and puffing. And the elevation. Bit, going uh, up a bit, but then got used to it, and it kind of got a little less steep. And, you know, we were, yeah, we got to see some great views. We were in the woods. We ate crossing streams and getting a little muddy and seeing deer down the ways and it was overall spectacular it was great, views. It was worth it. Definitely uh, check yep. it out if you go out there. Yeah, like Boulder has some like, and then they had the flat irons, which we didn't see. So like, those are. Yeah. And I know Todd. Todd went I, up there. I'm sure he'll review it on his podcast. Mm-hmm. So check out the free kick because he'll definitely review it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I I I really if we go back there again, I want to go back to there, you know, and, and do a little bit more because that was beautiful. Yeah, um, and I'd love to do some hiking around. Uh, garden of the gods there's some nice looking trails there and yeah there's and, a lot to do and honestly as i was saying i was like i really liked colorado that was it's a great place a great place to visit i mean sure. and then afterwards you know um we head back and did, found more breweries <laughs> found more breweries i mean and we hear some flights my, my, my favorite too which was uh which was the first one? Oh, spice trade that was so good they had chai stout they had all these different things they had and some good food the other one was peak uh uh peak uh Peak view? Yeah, I like that. That was one. really good too. They had some really good stuff and they had some good pizza. And th- these places were not far from our hotel, so that was convenient. Those are probably my two fair places. Yeah, that they were great. There. But there were some other good ones that we had tried it the first day at the ballpark. So mm-hmm. some good beer. So if you're a craft beer lover, definitely there's some good spots there. They have a lot of good spots for sure. So definitely, if that's your thing, um, definitely recommend. So yeah, it, and then we just kind of that evening kind of got back. We hung out with Todd for a little bit and just chatted, and it was yeah. good. Hey, we had a blast with him, and Shelby. It was good to just kind of go out there with some friends. Yeah, the only enjoy. downside of the trip was when we were at Spice Trade at the Brewing Company. They had the Sixers game. We're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about that game. Mm-hmm. Um, although, shout out! I think it was Orton. He posted that one meme after the oh. game. Which was the meme, if you ever seen it, which was the astronaut looking kind of, I think it's towards Earth, but it had all like the Phillies, 76ers, Eagles, and Flyers logo and says like, that's suffering. This is what suffering is. Or something like that. And then it's like the Union logo with gun pointed his back going, it's always been. (laughs) So I had a chuckle with that. Um, But yeah, that was the tweet of the day for me. Um, So yeah, that's our trip review. And uh, yeah, and then we yeah, we just got home today and man, it was an early morning. <laughs> and it's gonna be we, a- and then we get there and TSA is nuts. If any if anyone's rolling out of yeah. Denver anytime soon, good luck. Thankfully the line moved, but when we saw what it was, it was like, oh my goodness. So Union got two games this week. Yes. And it's going to be a fun time. I mean, yeah. DC. And then New England, two tough matches. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Jim talked about in his presser. Um, shout out to Todd and I being the only two at the said presser. Yeah. Uh, which yes. was awesome because we got to ask questions and we were trying to keep asking questions. But, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, but it was cool just to sit there after the presser and just chat with Jim real quick and, mm-hmm. um, you know, give us fist bumps. But uh, Oh, and, and by the way, I need to mention this too. Oh, yes. So 
while you were at the presser, you know, Shelby and I hung out for a little bit and we went down to by the field and uh, uh, Alondra Bedoya came over and so did Joe Bendick. He appeared to know somebody there. But yeah, Allie came over and a bunch of us fans, we were down there and he walked down the line and was greeting us and high fiving, shaking hands. And, you know, he was grateful that we made the trip and he was conversing with us a little bit and, you know, respect. That was that was, that was cool. very cool. And yeah. And then I saw Julian getting interviewed and I'm like, yeah, it's like, yeah, Julian. He smiled and waved and I was like, yay. Um, I was the only one down there at that point because I was waiting for this guy. So, but yeah, I thought that was really cool, Valerie. I mean, he's a, you know, he's a good captain. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I think when we look at the next games, you know, we got Jim had said minimum 10 points over starting with Toronto, ending with uh, New England, you Mm -hmm. know, we're already at nine. So, you know, at least if we can come away with three points in one of the two games, that's awesome. Obviously, you'd love to get points in both games. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's seven good situation. You know, I, I think for us this week, um, I'll be a couple of things I'm curious on is how we're going to rotate. Obviously, if we can get Jose and Mikel back. That's going to be huge, especially with not having Bueno on Wednesday. None of the U-20s. I mean, at least Quinn and um jack that's gonna hurt yeah um especially losing Gwyn. um and then you know i just think these are two good opportunities i think dc mm-hmm. i think new england's definitely gonna be the tougher of the two obviously mm-hmm. but you know i think if we can get some points here well i'm looking forward to some good crowds hopefully you know yeah oh and by the way um if you're going to the other games especially on saturday make sure you check out sun's Ben tailgate again we always plug it yep um, they got just blacktop their tailgate. Yeah, areas. they just paved it. So That's that'll great. be exciting. So it was kind of dusty and muddy. So I'm interested to check that out. But you know, for me, I think especially I want to see them because these are two decent. I mean, definitely New England's. You know, one of the teams top at the table. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be tough. That's gonna be big if we can come. If away with we three can start there. finishing our chances, I think you know, or at least getting shots on target, finishing our chances, just getting a little bit more in sync. Um, I'm going to be excited for that. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. Good. I, in- yeah. I feel like we've been trending in the right direction a bit. Uh, we have, I mean, yeah. it's still kind of some bumps in the road, but right. we're getting there. So I, I think we can come away with two points, but I was looking ahead, you know, this week, then we're at new, uh, New York city next week. And then we have two home games with Montreal. There's a lot of potential to make a little run here. Sure, um, we got to seize that. Though. So if you can grab hold, we can get right back towards the top of the table and then head into June. I think that they're going to find themselves in a good spot. And, you know, I, I just think if we uh, get healthy, if, you know, with Jose and them get and Mikel, you know, but I am curious to see what the rotations are going to mm-hmm. be like. I mean, let's be honest. Do you see any Perea is my question. I don't know. I don't know what he needs what to do. What is going on there? Same yeah. with Torres. I mean, I mean, what do we got to do again? But if you're going uh, on Saturday, definitely check out uh, the Sons of Ben tailgate again. Yeah, we have an unofficial tailgate on Wednesday, Wednesday. if you remember. But we'll be at both. So come, come by. Hi. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see this good opportunity here. But, you know, for them, I mean, they just come back from Colorado. And I got a double this weekend. Yep. So my question is, I know we're all bummed that we got knocked out of the CCL. I mean, but when you think about it, two semifinals in three years, that's pretty awesome. Let's just focus on the MLS now. 
you know, we get knocked out, but you know, we saw, I think it was Kevin Kincaid and a whole bunch of other people, but the USL, yes, we all want to win and get that ghost because you know, the, the, the CCL. No, I'm talking about the, the open cup. Oh yeah. The open. Yeah. You know, everybody was bummed. We got knocked out in the first round again. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a shame. I think it's the, ho- uh, you know, it was the hope that killed us, right? And, I mean, and it was also. came back and almost won. Then that's why I think why it was worse. And I think that's kind of for, especially for those who've been there since day one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the cup that they've had opportunities in the past mm-hmm. and couldn't cash in. So it's kind of, I think Billy said, right? It's like the ghosts they're chasing. So mm-hmm. I, I get that. I I, I, I totally I mean, get that. We everything we can. But. but I think when I look at long term, I think with all that busy schedule and Jim even kind of touched on it, that they can now settle down. They can be with their families a little bit more, maybe not as much yeah. traveling, although June they're going to the West Coast um, in July. They're going to be out there for L.A. and San Jose. They can kind of settle down now and kind of, you know, just focus on. Like, I think that's a good thing. So be interested to see how they do that. But uh mm-hmm. Definitely hope to see you guys out there and two exciting matches coming up. And yeah, two last topics. Um, and this is kind of a fun little Jillian fa- mini uh <laughs> fashion spot. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, what's the show? Some two girls the most fashion goals. They touched on something Jillian had brought up, uh, and you might have seen it on Fanatics, the underwear. Yeah, so they had posed the question about who has you know what's some of the worst merch by fanatics and everything for the stores and they had posted the nashville boxers or whatever that are pretty awful they got lightning and stuff on them and they're pretty awful and then i posted the union ones because they are god awful i mean and shout out to me who initially when you sent that to me i was like ooh, but now that somebody who i believe is an la it was an lafc fan and i thought it actually had interacted on our podcast uh you know they said the back of it looked like a max the line was placed on it like it was a maxi pad on the butt and now i cannot i cannot unsee that either and is awful and it's bad also if you haven't checked it out go check it out i'm gonna have to get you this for your birthday kyle birthday's next month so um our anniversary present our anniversary's next month too (laughs) could you imagine (laughs) oh i don't even want to so yeah definitely check it out you'll have a good chuckle the other funny one was the theo almada t-shirt they were talking oh yeah so you guys gotta check that one out go on it's i don't want to promote that team but uh, it's it's worth looking just a so it was some world cup thing but the way it's done it looks like a shirt that's a memorial shirt that you would see like because there's like light shining out from his face it looks it looks like a memorial like yeah Yeah, it's it's odd like whoever came up with that one yeah i have questions yeah so shout out to mls fashion goals um to those girls because uh their podcast is entertaining it is it is Uh, and i appreciate that stuff so um and then the union released their warm-up kit uh for uh just released today for the yeah the pride top so lots of discussion about this already where are you with it so if you haven't checked it out um so i thought the last two years were much more creative this year i really liked last year's especially i thought this year they were okay we're gonna go with white more of a white okay that's fine 
And but I just feel like it leaves a lot to be desired. Everybody's yeah. gonna have their own choice on this. Yeah, it's not awful. And I think it was Jimmy has said best he wants to see in person. That's kind of how I read. Yeah. It. But so initial thought, I'm like, okay, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. It's okay. I think I would also like to see in person. La- it's not like last year when I saw last year, I was like, ooh. I like that. My initial thought last year was like, I want that one. Yeah. And then I ended up not getting it. I ended up getting the Unity Top, which is my lucky jersey you now. And I wear that. And uh, of course, I wore that at Denver, too, by the way. You're welcome. And, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to see it in person, I guess. I, I don't know. For me, it, it's... We're here. It's getting kind of mixed reviews from people. Some people really love it. Some people are like, no way. Some people are just like, I would say a lot of people are just like, eh. I'm kind of mad. I like the sleeves. I, I like do. the sleeves. I do. But that's about all I like about. It. So I'll be curious. But it's kind of weird with the beambo on the back. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Beambo's on the back. Yeah. It's it. it's a different design. So curious to see what it is. But yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. So anyway, um, that's all the time we have. Uh, that was a long show. Yes. Um, but we covered a lot. So. Um, thank you all for listening. And uh, again, um, you know, if you're following us on Spotify or any podcast or on YouTube, leave a comment. We'd love to know what you yeah. think about the jersey. Um, what's your favorite away trip? Um, that's another question. You know, what is your favorite away trip? And uh, what are you most looking forward to these next couple games of the yeah. Union? Let us know if you're going to NYC away trip. We're going. So We're just driving up, though. So, all right. So that's all for today's show. Um and uh, we'll talk to you next time. So for the for the one team we agree on. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long day. So yeah. for the one team we agree on, I'm Kyle. I'm Jillian. And we'll see you next time.